Hello listeners, this is Rand from Randomosity. I'm in my car. As you can tell, you'll hear some car sounds turning on and off and stuff like that. So, gonna do a little bit of everything here. Let's see. Well, we're gonna take a break afterwards, but I'm not gonna try to record this whole thing in my drive, but, well, I will, but I'm just gonna take a break in between so that we'll have those breaks. First off, last week, I did the movie review of The Reanimator, and this time, I am doing a review of 1995's The Animal with Rob Schneider. It's a Happy Madison production, which I find kind of interesting because of, um, like people who are involved did like Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison and just combined the two so I thought that was interesting so it's going to be one of those type of humor like SNL um, like Saturday Night Live and Adam Sandler type of uh, comedy but with strictly Rob Schneider on here though Adam Sandler is in here as a cameo and he does like um um, he plays the guy like, you can do it! The usual uh, role that Rob Schneider plays in Adam Sandler's movies, so I think that's kind of funny that they always switch roles with each other. <laughs> that each time it's like a solo movie that has Rob Schneider, there's always a you can do it type of guy in there, and it's always Adam Sandler. And then whenever it's an Adam Sandler lead role movie, and Rob Schneider's in there as a cameo. He's always the guy that's doing the you can do it. But usually Rob Schneider is known for being the you can do it type of guy. So it's kind of funny how it happens that way. That If you notice a pattern, that's usually what happens. Just a heads up on that one. So, and yeah, in a little bit I'm going to do a, a review, spoiler alert, of this movie if you haven't seen it. It is a... Wait, what? Did I call it like in 1995? No, it was, sorry. My bad. This movie was a, a 2001 movie. My bad. If I said 1995, I don't know why I said that. I think I probably said that because of... Oh, yeah, I know why. Because... Um, no, no. Oh, my goodness. I'm mixing my movies. Last week was the Omega Doom movie that I did a movie review of that one. And that one was the 1995. The week before that one was a reanimator. I do apologize to my audience for getting those two mixed up, like the years and stuff like that, so I do apologize. So, yes, um, I think the reason I got mixed up was because both movies had a five in the year, so it was, like, really confusing for me. So, anyway, so just to reinform this, like, um, The Animal with Rob Schneider was made in 2001, so what we did... What I did for rolling for this movie, I rolled, um, the decade was going to be in the 2000s, and it was going to be a romantic comedy, and the villain of this one was going to be an animal. (laughs) So, there really was no big villain in this one. It was more of like, kind of like a fight with himself, but he was an animal in a way. So kind of like a werewolf type of bit that he was his own worst enemy. 
and I'll explain why I chose this movie that I haven't seen. And so, and I had, the choices that I had before was either this movie, The Animal, um, Fantastic Mr. Fox, because there's like a minor um, animal villain in this one, aside from the three human villains in that one. And, or it was going to be Wallace and Gromit and the Curse of the Were Were Rabbit. Say that sometimes fast. So, that was going to be the bid on that one. And, but I chose The Animal because I've seen all those movies and I want to try to watch a movie that I have not seen. Excuse me. Got the sniffles. So, do The Animal. And we're going to take a little break and then I'm going to do the review for The Animal. Okay, I'm back. So, my personal review of The Animal that stars Rob Schneider. And it is a happy Madison film. So like I said before, this is more of a... This is a comedy. It says in the description is the, for the genre that it was a sci-fi comedy. And I can see where there's like a little bit... There's science fiction in there. Kind of like Frankenstein in a way. So we'll get to that. But for this bit... It's got a little bit of romantic comedy in there because there is a love interest in this movie. And also the reason I chose this one, it had that, and it was made in the 2000s. 2001, to be specific. So I'm going to go over the story of this and give my little review of it. And also try to find out what we learned or what I learned from watching this movie. Like, did I get any lesson from this movie? Did it um, change me? Did it make me a better person or something like that? I want to see if I can do that with my show of, like, um, um, what we can learn from the movies that we watch. Is it, like, a hidden conspiracy theory in the movie? Or um, is it going to make me a better person and uh, rethink my life or something like that. So we'll see what happens when I get to the end of uh, reviewing this movie. And then we'll figure out what movie you're going to watch for next week. So, this movie starts off with Rob Schneider's character. His name is Marv. Marvin something. I forgot his last name, but it's Marvin. But he goes by Marv, and he's in the police academy, but he's, like, in the, um, he's, like, trying to become better and progress to be, like, the top dog in there. <laughs> no pun intended, since he does become the animal. But, um, and I'll get to that eventually, so spoiler alert for this if you have not seen it or want to and stuff. And this movie is also available on HBO Max if you do want to watch it prior to listening to this podcast. If you want to pause right now and watch it so that you can not be spoiled, you can do that too. I'll be waiting, but at the same time, I'll just be continuing talking. I'll only be waiting if you pause. <laughs> so, anyway, it goes on with this, um, um, this character, Marv, and he's basically a lowlife. He is trying to uh, 
go up in the police academy, but he's also trying to get the attention of this tree hugger, if you will. There's this, like, beautiful girl, this love interest, and he's trying to get her attention. And you find out, like, um, he's been sending her, like, um, love notes. And she just thinks that they are um, just little poems from a mentally challenged five-year-old boy. <laughs> and I find that, that's really sad. That kind of hurts you, knowing that, like, the poems that you wrote for her are being passed as, like, um... <laughs> a uh, five-year-old boy with a mentally that's who is mentally challenged and it's like that's sad that's a low blow for that but and it kind of reminded me of of a scene from the water boy when that ha- when I first saw that scene where um, uh, Adam Sandler's character water boy um, Bobby Duchesne, um he is calling his uh, favorite wrestler or over the phone and watching him on TV and is like just um, asking him some personal questions and he has a high-pitched voice so he sounds like he's younger than he is and then the wrestler for, uh, Captain Insano who that is and was just like saying oh that's really cute kid how old are you 13 12 and stuff like that as he's giving out his age and then you find out uh, Bobby Duchesne just says I'm I'm 31 years old or something he's in his 30s <laughs> So then when that happens, Captain Insano just bursts out laughing that he just doesn't have a life. And it was like one of those moments that just made me, that just reminded me of that scene from Waterboy when uh, Rob Schneider got that small little hurt. But he didn't, he wasn't affected by it when he um, heard about that on the news about the girl saying like, thank you to this boy who um, gave me this poem this five-year-old mentally challenged boy and it's like oh that hurts so it's, it's basically painting the picture of how pathetic Rob Schneider's life is and then and he's all he's even made fun of by some police um, academy people there they're just like um, poking fun at him and um, him not being able to amount to anything basically so it's like yeah yeah so that's what's happening and then, all of a sudden, um, uh, one of the, the, well, there's one time in the movie, there's um, a lot of the police officers are invited to go play baseball, but then Rob Schneider's character, Marv, is not invited, so then he, he doesn't go. But with him not going, um, he then gets a call, like an emergency call from from um, somebody in distress, like at like a restaurant, I believe. They're being robbed at gunpoint and stuff. And um, and as he's getting there, um, or when he gets that call, um, he's trying to call all the cops, since he's not technically a cop, to go out and help the, these this guy that's being robbed. And... But they're too busy playing baseball so they don't get the call and so he's the only one that's at the police station taking this call and he has to make the call basically and he has to um, find a way to um, help this person who is in distress so what he does is he takes it upon himself to go out and 
try to save this man from being robbed. And in so doing, he's driving along and then he almost runs over uh, a seal. Like, yeah, he almost runs over a seal. But, in, but he swerves off of the dirt trail, uh, barely missing the seal. And he goes off a cliff and he's like tumbling in his car um, all over the place. And then... Um, when he finally, when his car finally stops at the base of the mountain that he just fell from, he's like saying, oh, that's okay, it's all good. And then all of a sudden a rock, a boulder, falls on top of his car and just like crushes him. And yeah, so then, so that's what happens. And... Something really quick. Well, I'm gonna get in this lane. Sorry, I'm driving and doing this at the same time. It's all good. And I'm trying to remember what happens later. So what ends up happening is that um, the guy um, he. He's basically near death and stuff. And with that scene, it kind of reminds me of uh, Black Sheep with Chris Farley in there. And the reason it reminds me of that is because um, there's a scene where uh, Chris Farley is on top of the mountain and he's trying to get all the votes from the people in the town. And he's like yelling, vote for Domley, for Domley, for Domley. And as he's doing though, that he slips and falls and he just tumbles all over the place. And finally gets to the base of the mountain and <laughs> he's all messed up and it's just like really funny. It's like a comic relief and that was that was what it reminded me of like when Rob Schneider's car was like tumbling all over the place. So that's what happened. So then what happens after that? Oh yeah. Then we get like a montage sequence of some guy with animals and then you kind of like paint the picture that he's going to have animal parts in him. Or it just is explained later that he does get animal parts inside him that help him survive. So, but then he, he doesn't realize this until much later when he's like, um, you, I guess utilizing his talents of being, um, really good at his job, like, um, being better at some of the, better at his job than the cops by sniffing some heroin that he finds when he was on the plane, or at the airport, I guess, and, um, and people start recognizing him more because of his abilities. They start recognizing that he is, a, uh, but that, but nothing dawns on him that he is, um, like, half-man and has, like, a lot of animal parts and stuff like that and like nothing uh phases all the people like they're oblivious they're like thinking oh he's just a really good cop he's really good at what he does because he was pathetic before and now that he has all these animal um traits that he's inherited inside of him he is now like a really good cop and really good at what he does and and it's really 
funny seeing like all the variations of uh, animals that he um, projects when he's when he's trying to do his job as a cop and then he gets promoted and he even gets the attention of the girl that he was talking to or wanting to talk to that is the tree hugger and um, she also cares for a lot of animals and there's even a scene where he's like um, um, interacting with the animals I won't go into too much detail but it's really interesting with um, the movie because all throughout he's trying to control his um, animal um, abilities and and it's through thing two things that he has to control and they're all based on appetites like an appetite in food literally well obviously and also an appetite in in his sex drive so he has to control both of them so that he can stay normal or at least um, not show to the the people around him that he is different and so he does that is like he just like builds up on snacks and just eats away and stuff like that and I had to fast forward some scenes when it came to like when he had that urge to want to I guess make love <laughs> um, I'll just spare you the detail like he just didn't want he was trying to fight the urge fight fire with fire by doing something else that I'm not going to go into detail with and it was just really interesting and then all all of a sudden they're like um, <laughs> um it's just like um, the whole story is like having him just like trying to hide who he is and then over time um it's kind of like a werewolf story where at night he does go out and feed on cows and stuff and starts killing them. So then that um, brings like a, a problem to um, the community. Like there's like a monster out there that they got to kill now and he's afraid that they're going to capture him because he has the animal animalistic abilities and they're going to put him away or kill him or something like that. So... But then he has this friend, which is really weird. They, um, his friend is black, and he uses that to like um, kind of make a statement, like um, why people don't arrest him because he's black, or why people are being so nice to him because he's black. And he uses that to save Rob Schneider's character by saying that he's the animal. And when they do that, when he does that, um, he, um, nobody wants to attack him or put him to jail because everything will look bad on their part. There's even a guy saying, I'm not going to be part of a mob to kill a black guy. So it's like really interesting that that all fell into place. Like that was an interesting payoff. Do we need it? Probably not. There's probably like a, it probably wouldn't, uh, sit well right now if they were to try to remake The Animal with Rob Schneider as like a comedy and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe it would, but like for that time I guess it worked in 2001. I don't know what the deal was at that time. But yeah. And that was like a weird thing that just made everything okay. Uh, that the black guy was able to say like, I'm the monster. You can uh, put me to jail. 
and they don't because they don't want to look bad that they're going to put a black man in jail. And I thought, that is weird, but okay, it worked out. So, that was the movie, and what do I think about it? Uh, did I learn anything from it? Let's see, there's one thing that I did kind of grab from it. To me, I felt like this whole movie was about how it's, I think it's about like substance abuse, like with drugs and everything. There's even like a mention of drugs and like enhancements, for example, like it, the whole, this whole story is having this guy trying to um, be a better person and he's using, um, he's, there's, I forgot to mention this in the movie, but like, um, in the review, but there is a scene where he, um, watches an infomercial that is trying to sell badger milk so that, um, you can feel stronger and be more confident in what you're doing and be a, like a better human being, so like that, like stronger, faster, what, what have you. And so he drinks that, and he thinks that that's what's helped him become better. And, um, just kind of crazy that way. But anyway, um, so that's what happens. And, um, <laughs> and, yeah, like I said, I believe this whole movie is all about substance abuse, like enhanced drugs and that they're, they can be good for you or they can be bad for you and stuff like that, depending on how you take it and having control and stuff like that when you look into it. Like with him having all these enhanced animalistic abilities, it made him a better person, but he still had to learn control. And like it made him better than he was before, but he still had to have control. That's what I gathered from it. And do I think this, and overall as like a movie, is this a good movie? Eh, it's a good movie to probably only watch once. Like, I don't think I'm going to be learning too much about like, um, that it's just having to control your urges when you are taking enhanced drugs or whatever, or just don't take enhanced drugs at all and just be happy with who you are. But it never like stated that at all. Like he was happier when he had enhanced animal abilities than he was. So I don't know. There was never like a, something wasn't really resolved that he wasn't like, I'm happy being who I am. And so he's like, I'm happy being more animal than man. So it's kind of weird that that was like the conclusion, the happy conclusion of that. So if that makes sense. And as my, I think I'd probably give this movie, um, six out of 10. Like there are some funny parts in there, but I wouldn't watch it again. It wasn't like a big, like, oh yeah, this was inspirational. I'm going to watch it again to feel good about myself. It's like, eh, it was a funny one, but that was pretty much it. I liked Hot Chick better than this. I would, I'd watch Hot Chick more than, than if I was going to watch like a, a lone role of Rob Schneider movie, I'd much rather watch Hot Chick or Benchwarmers than this one.
So, yeah, that's what I take on that one. And, yeah, I think I gave that a 6 out of 10 stars. And we're going to take a little break, and we'll be talking about the next movie that we're going to be watching for next week. So stay tuned. Okay, I'm back. And for this last bit, uh, I'm going to tell you what I've rolled and what are some of my options for the movies that we're going to be watching for next week and what I'm finally going to be watching for next week for our movie and do a movie review of this one. So as far as the decades go, again, the decades are going to be based on the movie it was either released in or the movie is taking place in that decade if I cannot find a movie that was that fit with the, either the genre or the type of villain that I roll for. So, I rolled a 2020s movie. So, we're in the 2020s. This is the year 2022. So, it would have to be like a movie that was released between... 2020 to present of 2022 and I may even do like a bonus one of like just um do a movie that was is released in theaters and so there's like an idea of what we're gonna be doing and as far as like genre goes um I rolled for a fantasy film so that will narrow it down and then I rolled as far as like a villain uh, I rolled a monster, so then I had to roll it again, and we got demons. So we got a 2020s film, that's a fantasy genre, and the villains in this one are demons. And the only thing that I can think of as of now, well, I have Old Ways, which was in 2020, so it's like a horror movie, and The Night House, which is also a 2020 film. But I don't know those movies very well, and I don't know where I can find them to stream. And there is a movie that's coming, that's, it's going to be released by the time I get ready to watch this. And I've been planning on watching this anyway. And this movie is Studio 666. It's made by the lead singer of um, The Foo Fighters. So Dave Grohl, Dave Grohl, yeah. So I want to watch that. So those other two that I mentioned, they could be good, maybe for another time. But this one is fresh and new. I love the band Foo Fighters, and I saw the trailer for Studio 666, and I want to watch it. So I'm going to get tickets to that. Hopefully I can find a movie theater to watch that, and it will be available in my area. And if it's not, then I'll go with some of the other movies that also are going to fit with what I rolled for. But hopefully I can watch Studio 666. And it'll be my first movie review on this podcast of what I'm doing right now that has been reviewed on, well, from a movie theater. So, for next week, the movie we're going to be watching and doing a review for... Again, it will be spoiler alert, so be ready for that. And if you want to watch this prior to the episode, please do. So we can, you can listen to this podcast and get, you can even send me the feedback. I'll even send my email in the link below 
So if you wanted to, if you don't even want to be a guest, uh, let me know, and then I will make it happen and send you an invite, and we can just talk it out of like our next movie that we like to talk about. So if, again, for next week, our 2020s film that's a fantasy with demons as the villain is going to be Studio 666 for 2022. And don't forget to subscribe. Um, support me on my Patreon page. That's going to be in the link below of this episode. And also through the other streaming services that's, that the podcast is going to be a bit available for. And yeah, we'll continue doing this. And I'll even give you updates of like radio plays that are coming in. So until then, toodles.